Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, on Routes 11 and 15, Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Now, here's your host for On the Mark, Joe McGranahan. nothing with thank you um first of all a a gracious uh hello to you and a welcome to 2024 it's going to be a momentous year here in uh, pennsylvania but also in the nation um i want to start off the year by continuing one of and also looking safety um, I've been on this show many times talking about this topic, Joe. I think you would agree with that. Uh, I am a gun owner. I'm a gun enthusiast. I have several several weapons, which I keep all locked up. Uh, I have a gun safe and also smaller safes for my handguns. I am a gun owner. I believe in gun ownership of Pennsylvania. I believe in the Second Amendment. But I also believe that we as gun owners must take a stand to make it safer so that we do not have a backlash and lose what we have. I have recently joined a group. We have formed a local group called the Citizens for Gun Safety. Yes, I believe you mentioned this group before. Your goal is to, uh, yeah. what? forget what your goal is. is I, I know you have one. Yeah, but you had, yeah, a specific, you, you had a specific plan for that involving, I forget, something that uh, probably Stan well, would object to. Well, okay, uh, but as a gun owner and uh, the, 
we believe that gun ownership is a right. Well, we also believe with the right comes responsibilities. So we believe in safing the guns we have, which means Ah, we're having requirements that people have gun safes, Mm -hmm. uh, that they they have responsibility for their guns. So we we believe in advancing the two laws, which are already through the House of Representatives here in Pennsylvania, which are to increase gun safety and also increase gun responsibility, gun safety and gun responsibility. And the two two, – Two bills which are through the Pennsylvania House and are awaiting action with the Pennsylvania Senate address those. One is increasing or what I would say creating a red flag law in Pennsylvania because I don't believe we have one. I think it's more of a, a yellow flag law. And we've talked about that, I think, at length, Joe, after the uh, gun violence up there in Maine last year. Um, and they're, they're there to be um, picked up by the Pennsylvania Senate which refuses to do so. I was going to say, aren't, um, you, aren't you whipping a dead horse here? Uh, interesting analogy, Joe. Uh, whipping a dead horse versus protecting uh, and keeping us from having more dead children? Well, I'm just saying that I don't think the state Senate's going to take it up. And honestly, with all due respect, I don't think what you're proposing specifically with gun safes is going to solve the problem. But it'd be one step. What are we going to do? Just throw our hands up and say we can't do anything? Well, I, I agree we shouldn't uh, throw our hands up and say we can't do anything, but I think whatever we do do should have an immediate and positive impact on what's been a bad situation. And by having red flag laws would create that. Red flag laws, yes, I would agree with you. And I know some of our gun people are not going to agree with you, but I do agree with you about red flag laws. I just don't think requiring somebody to put a, buy a gun safe when they buy a gun is a, is a reasonable or practical solution to anything. Okay, so if we we don't require that, then there'd be the other side of it of of increasing responsibility. The the, the other law is that if okay, but but Eric, how many have a gun in their home? How many people do not protect it, and their children, child uses it? Then there is going to be legal repercussions for that. But there already are. People have been charged. That little guy who shot his teacher, his parents have been charged in that case in Virginia. Yeah, I think that was in In Virginia. Virginia. Right. But I mean, it could but happen here, this, too. They could be charged. There are laws on the this books. Would, this would this would make it more definitive and, and increase our responsibility. The vast majority of the large number, uh, more than 50 percent of, of citizens in Pennsylvania also believe that we need to increase these laws. So if we have the majority of people think we should and the House of Representatives has put it forth, then why doesn't the Senate at least bring it forth for a debate so we all can hear the counter arguments? of why there's the good elected representatives or senators uh, who may be of a Republican uh, background don't want this. So we you, can all hear about it. You probably Rather than got... just saying, oh, no, we're not going to bring it up for, for a debate because we don't want to have to take a stand against it. You probably got about as much chance of getting that done as I do of getting the Senate to pass radar after they've done it for the last four or five sessions. Now, this time, all of a sudden, with the Democrats in control of the House, the Senate won't pass the radar bill, I guess, because they're afraid the House will actually pass it. So it's politics in Harrisburg. It's never going to happen. <laughs> it should happen. And, and the people like myself who think we can be do better increase increase the safety for our children specifically need to 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 have a voice and say okay if you're not going to take this up then maybe we need to put someone else in there who will or enough people to put in there who will take this up all right well you're in senator culver but the other thing joe you're just saying oh there's nothing we can do about it i'm saying yes there is something we can do about it 
Well, and hopefully we do something about it before we have another nickel mine here in Pennsylvania. All right. Well, you're in Senator Culver's district. Have you called Senator Culver? I have not, but our group has uh, has sent him letters. And so now, it's a her. I have, uh, have Senator, Senator Culver. Of the uh, Daily Item? Senator Culver is a woman. Okay. So you're not even familiar with your state senator. Now, come on, Joe. I'm just asking. <laughs> No, seriously. I mean, she is a woman, uh, Senator Linda Schlegel-Culver. She was your state representative, I think, before, but now she's your state okay. senator. So, I mean, okay. I, I certainly yeah. would give her a call. I mean, if you're serious about okay. this, that would be the starting place. Exactly right. I, I believe that. I believe, but I believe it's going to take political action to do so. Yeah, well, it's, a, it's the same with the radar bill. It's going to take political action, you know, and but that, you can keep pushing. That's what our group and that's what our group, the Citizens for Gun Safety, is about. And okay. we are just getting organized, and we're just getting an office together, and we'll have soon have a website. But I believe there's other people out there who believe, as we do, that we can make things safer. Not taking away guns. And I know Stan will call up and say, oh, this one take away our guns. No, I'm a gun owner. I'm a hunter. I, I believe having a, a, a safe handgun in my home creates a safer environment as a deterrent to crime. I believe all these things. But I don't believe that anyone under 18 should be able to to own a, a semi-automatic rifle, anything you cannot use for hunting. Well, you can't buy a handgun in Pennsylvania under 21. You cannot buy a drink in Pennsylvania under 21. Yet you can go out and buy a, a, a weapon which can kill a lot of people real quick the day after you turn 18, and that's not right. Well, I realize you've been working on this for a while, and I wish you good luck. I, with respect to the red flag law, I wish you a very good luck. The other part I'm not so certain about, but I do thank you for your passion and your interest, and I thank you for calling, being our first caller of the new year. We need to put the safety of ki our kids above just access unlimited access to our weapons. Fair thank enough. You. Okay, thank you, Eric. Appreciate your call, as always. 570-743-9565. We had another caller on the line, but they must have uh, run, out of, or had run out of patience or they had something else to do. One of our emailers says, over the weekend, Maine Secretary of State was targeted in a swatting call after removing Trump from the ballot because of the 14th Amendment. This comes after Judge Arthur Engeron, the judge in Trump's New York fraud trial, received numerous death threats. His staff members got similar threats. It also comes after New York Attorney General Letitia James began receiving death threats after bringing charges against Trump. Let's also not forget those two Georgia election workers who were harassed on the receiving end of death threats after Rudy Giuliani lied and said they were engaged in ballot fraud. The bottom line here is that Trump supporters are clearly thugs willing to engage in or at least threaten violence on behalf of their cult leader. If you're MAGA, you're the scum of the earth. And that's signed by E.B. Well, E.B., that's pretty harsh stuff. You know, it's not everybody who supports Donald Trump as a lunatic. You know, that's like saying because somebody who supports your, um, your pal Biden does something wrong that every Democrat should be tarred with that brush. You're very quick to tar every Republican or every supporter of the president, former President Trump. You know, but come on, have some introspection here. There are a lot of people who support President Trump who don't call Letitia James and threaten to kill her or call Judge Ingeron 
on. And let's face it, that judge is a pretty suspect person, if you ask me, having his aide sit on the bench and whisper to him all the time. I don't know too many judges who do that type of thing. But in any event, you are entitled to your opinion, and when you express it to us, we will make sure it gets read. And our friend Tom says maybe Stan should be asking why the Trumpster is using every trick in the book to delay all trials. Delaying costs lots of money to keep lawyers on board. This is not what innocent people do. Of course, if you have the idea of winning the election and having your Justice Department throw out all charges that may be the reason, he will fail in that effort and be guilty of all 91 counts. As far as his fitness to hold office, he is unfit. His own appointees have testified to that fact. Open your eyes, Magus. The guy is a train wreck of a person. It's clear he is mentally ill, as well as physically unable in the brains department. Tons of uh, pre prevagin? I don't know what that is, are in order. Uh, that must be a drug that calms people down. I don't know. His supporters are as bad as him. So two people from the left heard from here this morning that believe anybody who supports Donald Trump has a mental health issue. 570-743-9565 is our hotline number. Email us at onthemarketwkok.com. Text us at 70236. Right before Christmas, you may remember the story of the uh, mayor of Boston holding a Christmas party and sending out invitations, but only for those who are elected people of color, and it accidentally got sent to the white people as well on the uh, elected white people, and of course then they had to apologize. And I think it's very interesting, our friend uh, Mr. Waters on uh, Fox News now, who is I guess holding down the Tucker Carlson website or spotlight, uh, has dealt with it on his show right before Christmas. And that is a story that comes out today on this same issue. So I thought you might be interested in hearing how Fox News handled this. Now, the war on Christmas has been around for decades, and I've been on the front line since day one. From companies canceling the words Merry Christmas to making people take down their lights to the time Rhode Island Governor Lincoln Chafee declared the Statehouse Christmas tree was now a holiday tree. This is the holiday tree. Looks like a Christmas tree to me. Absolutely, it's a Christmas tree. Well, they're calling it the holiday tree. Well, he's wrong. He's been wrong on so many issues so far. He's wrong again. Why is he trying to take the Christ out of Christmas? Ah, that's a good question. Well, for me, it's a Christmas tree. But if other folks are more comfortable with holiday tree, that's fine with me. I think religion is trouble. And you're a minister. Yeah. No, but now there's a new war on Christmas. It's the war on white Christmas. Not talking about snow. Boston's Democrat Asian mayor, Michelle Wu, has declared war on white people this Christmas. That's right. The mayor's office sent out an email inviting everyone on the city council to a holiday party. But it wasn't any holiday party. It was one meant only for electeds of color. Now, unfortunately for Michelle, her staffer sent it to all the white people, too, by accident. So she had to send out another email 15 minutes later saying, my bad, that wasn't meant for everybody. <clears throat> White people, you're not invited. Michelle responded to the controversy today and said segregation's fine. It's what Jesus would have wanted. Are you concerned this lends itself at all to further divisiveness? No, I mean, um, again, this is a, a, a group that has been in place for many, many years. We celebrate all kinds of um, connection and identity and culture and heritage in the city. We want to be a city where everyone's identity is embraced. Not inviting one race to a party doesn't sound like embracing, Michelle. 
And in case you were wondering, yeah, Michelle said the party's still on. But for all the white people, don't worry. They'll have a separate inclusive party at some point. Jimmy Failey is the host of Fox Across America and Cancel Culture Dictionary author. So it's like separate but equal again. Oh, this is, I know, right? And they call themselves progressives, but they're reverse segregating the country. But she has to be careful because if she keeps saying racist things in Boston, they will send her to Harvard. <laughs> they're like, that's it, you're in charge now. Okay, we know this is racist. Yeah. Why? Because if you simply reverse the process, if me and you sent out an invite to a whites only party, we have a big problem, not to mention a terrible dance floor. Right. Okay. But we we know this is a problem because she apologized. They sent an email being like, yeah, this isn't good. I'm sorry. Right. We didn't mean to do like this. Like the, the, the electeds of color party is going to be banging. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's the point. That should be the punishment for doing this. What? Is having to go to that party. Can you imagine being surrounded by these insufferable people who just talk about their race and pretend they're oppressed? You're elected officials. Like, we, you're doing okay. We should have an Italians only party. <laughs> I mean, I'm not Italian, but you would be the MC. They're doing that right now. It's called the New York Giants. We have a quarterback <laughs> named Tommy Cutlets. And, of course, the team couldn't get a Super Bowl ring, so we got an agent with a pinky ring. That's the Giants. <laughs> Tommy Cutlets 3-0. We I, love him. No, I love it so much. But we didn't send out an email saying you're not allowed. That being said, everyone right. in Boston should know. I am at the Schubert Theater May 18th. Every ethnicity welcome, because I'd like to offend all of you equally. <laughs> yeah, if you offend, offend everybody equally, I guess that's okay. But here's the interesting thing. This story continues today. Attorney General, Massachusetts Democratic Attorney General Andrea Campbell is not investigating the electeds of color holiday party after discrimination complaints were filed. Earlier this month, Mayor Michelle Wu's office sent an email invitation to City Hall staff to an electeds of color holiday party, first reported by the Boston Herald, that was meant only for the six city council members of color, but was sent to all councilors, including seven who are white. The attorney general received four complaints against Wu, the first Asian-American mayor of the New England metropolis, for the party citing public accommodation law violation concerns. The Massachusetts public accommodation law prohibits, among other things, making any distinction, discrimination, or restriction in admission to or treatment in a place of public accommodation based on race, color, religious creed, national origin, sex, gender identity, sexual orientation, deafness, blindness, or any physical or mental disability or ancestry. Apparently, though, being white is okay to, you know, almost says race color. No, I, supposedly, I guess they shouldn't be doing this. Gee, that, that, that would make sense, wouldn't it? They shouldn't be allowed to do something like this. The attorney general's office has declined to investigate, saying that since the event was not open to the public, it cannot and does not violate the public accommodation law. Wu immediately garnered, garnered backlash for the event, but guess what? So far, she has defended it. Her assistant, who mistakenly sent the email to invite all staff, sent a follow-up email 15 minutes later, saying, I wanted to apologize for my previous email regarding a holiday party for tomorrow. I did send that to everyone by accident, and I apologize if my email may have offended or came across as so. Sorry for any confusion this may have caused.
Wu, who was asked about the party by reporters, defended her assistant, telling reporters in the following days, I think we've all been in a position at one point where an email went out and there was mistaken recipients, so there was truly just an honest mistake here. Asked if hosting a party excluding white elected officials would be appropriate, Wu responded that there are a number of parties where everyone is invited, including white counselors. Okay, well, what do you think? Is that discrimination or not? And it comes on the heels of another issue involving race from Williamsport. John Boji wrote a great story for Penn Live on this topic. A Williamsport police officer has been placed on administrative leave after using the N-word during a confrontation with a man early Saturday, Sunday morning, rather, that a witness recorded on his phone. But there's more to the story. I mean, the cop didn't just blurt it out, so wait till you hear the rest. What Officer Brandon Wheeler said was totally inappropriate, said Mayor Derek Slaughter, the city's first black mayor. Police Chief Justin Snyder called the use of the word unfortunate and said there will be an internal investigation of the incident. Two videos showing the interaction were posted on Facebook. No question, it was a critically inappropriate word to use, said new Lycoming County District Attorney and our former representative Tom Marino. He said he recognizes it can get frustrating on the street, but said police must make sure they have control of themselves at all times. He said we in law enforcement are held to a higher standard. This case indicates a need for sensitivity training or retraining, Marino said. But here's where the story gets in interesting. The incident occurred at West 3rd and William Street outside a downtown night spot in the Lycoming County City. It's unclear what happened to prompt the video recording, but it starts with a man off camera asking Wheeler for his badge number. Wheeler calmly responds 731 and gave his last name Wheeler when asked, but he would not give his first name. Wheeler what, the off-camera man asked before pushing against the officer's first name and ending his question with the N-word. So someone said that used the N-word to Wheeler. Wheeler, who is white, shouted no and repeated the N-word in response. Then the video gets shaky and it appears as if Wheeler is struggling with the man off camera. The 16-second video then ends. In the second video, Officer Addison Gingrich is asked by a man off camera for the reason for the first man's arrest and his answer was disorderly conduct. And disorderly conduct for what, asked the second man. Gingrich then loudly told the questioner, get out of the road or you will be arrested. The second man asked Gingrich repeatedly whether Wheeler used the N-word, yes or no. Gingrich replied four times, would you like to be put in handcuffs? Uh, the other officer then provided his badge number upon request, but also refused to give his name, saying he did not have to. So there you have an incident in Williamsport where somebody used the N-word to a police officer, and in response, he used it back. And for this, they want to have, uh, what do they do to him? Placed him on administrative leave after using that word. Here, here's the hypocrisy to me. People who are of color use that word all the time, and, and it, it's used to identify each other. It's used as a compliment. It's used sometimes as a detrimental na name for people. Uh, certainly, I can understand how they would be upset if white people use that. But here's the point. There's never any context here. If a white person happens to use that word, as this officer did, it's automatically bad. But what about the context in which it's used? If someone uh, deliberately is do using it as a racial slur, then they deserve of everything that the book can throw at them. But if in response to something they use it or if the situation, well, I mean, if it's okay to say under certain circumstances that it's okay to kill Jewish people, as the president of Harvard once said, then I think it should be 
within reason to have some kind of context with respect to using the N-word by a white person. Let's face it, decency and respect are important virtues in this country, and maybe they're all too lacking. Maybe Donald Trump has part of the responsibility for that with his name-calling and his willingness to insult people right and left. But I do think that there should be some, some common sense used in applying these rules. I don't think you should have a whites-only Christmas party, and I don't think you should have a people of colors-only Christmas party if it is a municipal function. Um, and I don't think you should use the N-word just in the street. Uh, police officer would use it just because he wants to use it. But if provoked and if someone uh, throws it at him and he throws it back, then maybe we need to have a little bit more common sense with respect to how we deal with it. Anyway, that was John Bogey's story from Penn Live. John always writes a great story. He's always right on top of the facts. So there you have it. We're going to take a quick break. The hotlines are open, 570-743-9565. Email us and on the mark at WKOK.com. Text us at 70236. Want to work for a stable yet growing company? Got it. Want to work for a family-owned business with over 100 years' experience in taking care of customers and employees? Got it. Want to work for a leader in selling more cars and satisfying more customers? Got it. Who has all that? SMC Sunbury Motor Company is looking for technicians across all their departments. Whether you're an entry-level technician, an experienced technician, or someone looking for a career change, Sunbury Motors would love to hear from you. They're looking for technicians for their quick lane, car and light truck service, heavy truck service, body shop, and frame and alignment division. You can apply online at sunburymotors.com, in person at our North 4th Street location, or call Todd at 570-286-7746. Your new career of working on Fords, Kias, Hyundais, Western Star Trucks, plus anything that fits in the door and some things that don't. Join Sunbury Motors. Your new career is waiting for you. Yeah, I know, I know, Bo. Milwaukee Tools are here at Lewisburg Builder Supply, yeah. Wait, Bo, what? Oh, steel tools are moved in now, too? Okay. Bo wants everyone to know that the steel power tools department's open. Bo reminds you that Lewisburg Builders strive to provide the best service and quality to you, their customers, both contractors and do-it-yourselfers. He also says if you're looking to purchase a new tool or replace the one that's sort of uh, seen some better days, be sure to stop at Lewisburg Builders Supply, Hafer Road, Lewisburg. Online to lewisburgbuilders.com. Did you know you should be drinking as much water in the colder months as you do in the warmer months? Just ask the folks who know. Topahawken Mountain Spring Water. Our bodies are mostly made of water, and regardless of the time of year, they require good hydration. Men and women alike need 8 to 10 glasses daily. Plus, when you're hydrated, your appetite is much more controlled, which can help give your body the energy it needs to break down fat. You've never really tasted water until you taste Topahawken Mountain Spring Water, the water most beneficial to your health. Topahawken, nature's finest drink. Hey, this is Pastor Caleb Swartz from Christ Wesleyan Church. No matter what you're facing, we care deeply about you. Life can be difficult, whether it's cancer, divorce or separation, grief, serving as a caregiver, or supporting a loved one through incarceration or addiction. Support groups at Christ Wesleyan offer you community, encouragement, and guidance. Visit cwc.life support to learn more. We'll walk with you because we've been there too. Hi, this is Season. For over 100 years, the Purdy Insurance Agency has been protecting families and businesses of the greater Susquehanna Valley and beyond. With the experience of our trained and knowledgeable staff, you can rest assured that your needs will be evaluated and met by some of the industry's best representatives. No matter what your insurance needs are, call Purdy Insurance today at 570-286-5855 
Visit our website at purdyinsurance.com or check us out on Facebook to see what we can do for you. Welcome back to On the Mark, 570-743-9565. We have two callers on the line. One of them is on topic, and Dan, that's you. Good morning, sir. Welcome back on board for a brand new year. Hey, good morning and happy new year to you and to the staff there. Anyway, talking about sensitivity, you know, I think sometimes we have to have a thicker skin. You know, I I don't mind people call, I, and I you know I'm a MAGA supporter. I support Trump all the way. They call us every name in the book. It's because that's how low they have to go. They know Trump did a good job, so all they can do is call us names, and that's the way it is with the N word. And all that, if you can stoop that low, it reflects on you as a person. It don't reflect on me because I never called people names that I disagree with. I try to point out where they made a mistake. Well, you know, but that that, I agree. You know, first of all, I've always been open-minded enough to think maybe I'm the one making the mistake. You know, maybe it's maybe I'm the one that's off base. So I always try to listen to people who have different opinions than I do. Um, You may, I may argue with you, I may debate you on that topic, but I will hear you out. But I don't think we have to be nasty to one another. I agree with you. We don't have to call people as E.B. has done and then uh, Tom uh, insulting us. But then Donald Trump insults other people on the other side. So if yeah. this has become the new normal, how do we break the habit, Dan? <laughs> that's a good, that's a $100,000 question. You can't, you, it's just a, even uh, uh, more elite people do it. It, it. They. You think it would be the lower element that they call us, but it's the elite Call us deplorable and and irredeemable. We are called irredeemable. We never can be redeemed and scum. And every name under the book that just creates more hate. And and the people are going to stick their finger in the bear bear's eye. And then they wonder why sometimes they get a bad response because a certain amount aren't going to put up with it. And you can't keep jabbing your eye in the bear or he'll get in the eye of the bear or he's going to fight back. And that uh, that's the b- downside. Yeah, uh, most of us are thick-skinned. We understand the source. We understand they have nothing they can say that Trump did wrong or, or et cetera. We just know they're desperate to put someone down so they call the people names. But then you must admit, so does Donald Trump call people names. I, 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 and if it's I, wrong for thing, us to call, if it's wrong, if it's wrong, it's wrong. Yeah, and it, the thing, yeah, and the, there's only, I distinguish one thing between Trump and the other. Trump does not call the Democratic people names, just 
an individual that calls him a name, he'll call it back. Yeah, maybe that isn't right, but, you know, I give him credit. He don't call the whole group that voted for Biden a bunch of deplorables or anything like that. But he will pull out individuals that call him something. He'll give it to them right back. Well, That's what, and in but spades. I distinguish, not that it makes it uh, 100% right. I'm not trying to justify doing that. But, you know, there is a little bit more justification for it when someone does it to you, I guess I'm trying to say. But it's still not the right thing to do. Well, fair enough. I agree with you on that. But, you know, yeah. I think people who are elected leaders, I mean, even Joe Biden calls Trump names from time to time. <laughs> yeah. And I think if our elected leaders are going to start insulting people, why should they be surprised if the rest of us do it, too? We'll give you the last word. We have another caller to get to, Dan. Yeah, well, all I can say is let's do better. We can, we can do better than this in this new year. We don't know the resort that need to resort to calling each other scum. And, you know, as, that's as low as you can go. So let's do better this year. All right. That's, all right. I, I hope you hold, you hold out for that, Dan, and I hope you, you get your wish. Thanks a lot. 570-743-9565. Joseph from Milton, you're on the mark. Yeah, good morning, Joe. Well, I, uh, yeah, we, you know, I was having a discussion with the man about Israel and the bombing, you know, over there in Gaza. And uh, he was relating to me that that's, that's, that Israel bombed that hospital, and, and I said, well, where'd you, where'd, you, where'd you come up with this? Well, he said, you're watching the news of Fox News or whatever. You, you rely on news media for your information, you know. And I said, okay. Let's, uh, I said, where well, you get your information? And, of course, I forget exactly what he said, but here's my point. I said, let's look at this logically. Israel is in a fight for their life, number one. And they do not want to hurt innocent civilians because they know that God had the condemnation of the world and the U.S. where they need uh, ammunition and things from the U.S. You know what I mean? Yep. So it behooves them not to bomb a hospital. That would be ignorant. You know, let's just have common sense on this issue. You know what I'm saying? And uh, the point is with these people that get their news from I don't know where, and I know you can't trust the news media. I understand that. But why is it, and then I asked him, I said, why, isn't, why aren't there uh, demonstrations all over the world and in America here against Putin uh, invading Ukraine, bombing uh, children, hospitals, schools, killing civilians, uh, murdering people? I haven't seen one demonstration. Isn't that amazing? And, and, and here's, here's furthermore. Ukraine did not invade Russia and murder and butcher over 1,400 people to uh, initiate a, a response. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know what you're saying. So, uh, hey, if you're going to you know, be on the side of what I think looks like a right thing for uh, Ukraine to bomb Russia, you would have it there. You know what I mean? Well, in this case, you, Israel, in this case, okay. the person you were talking to was terribly uninformed because even the mainstream media reported that that rocket landed in the parking lot of the hospital and it was fired from Gaza by the by, oh, by yeah. Hamas. I, yeah, and I, I said that. You know, I said that. But 
the thing is they're so persuaded and, and want to believe something against Israel. Now, why is that? When, when the evidence is right up front, just like you say, why would they want to do that? that? That'd be stupid to do that. Of course it would be. Here's the point. The name of that country is what? Israel, right? And you're talking about names. Names are important. That name came from the Bible. His, his name formerly, the patriarch, was Yaakov, or Jacob, as we say in English. And Yahweh changed his name to Israel. You know what that name means, literally. I'm listening to you. You go ahead. Oh, okay. I just said, I thought you maybe knew. It, it says in the Bible, you're no longer to be called Jacob. You'll be called Israel. For you have power with Elohim. You're a prince. So Elohim called him a prince, and he says, you got power with me. That's when, uh, if you remember the okay. story where Jacob right. wrestled with the angel. But let, let's keep it, back let's keep it until the 20th Let's keep it to the 21st century, 22nd century. Well, I'm giving the history on a joke. Well, we've had the history. You, you give us the history. You've you got to go to root and origin. But you give us that history every time. That's Kamala Harris wanted to go to the root of, of this migration. Joseph, and you give us... Right. you got to hit the root, but she never hit the root. You okay. give us the history every time you call. We, we got it, so... Well, I know, but I didn't give you that history before. Oh, yes, you did. Well, anyhow, anyway, here's the point. Okay. They despise anything or anybody that has power or has a relationship with the Almighty. And that's why they hate Israel, and that's why they are protesting. They are demonically inspired and guided by demonic spirits to do these things. But don't you think the Palestinians have some rights, too? Oh, well, they have rights, of course. But uh, we're, they're in a war over there for their life. I agree in the Palestinians. I mean, I'm, I'm separating the Palestinian people from Hamas. I don't know that you're doing that. I don't have any respect for Hamas, and if Israel can wipe them out, I say good deal. But the Palestinian people are being harmed in this, too, just as innocent Israelis were harmed. Uh, that's collateral damage, and it's unavoidable because these guys are hiding behind them. They put their munitions and stuff in tunnels under the, the hospital. I agree. I and agree. in places where they can hide behind civilians, and, and they do that for a reason. Yeah, they're reprehensible. Because Israel won't, don't want, they don't want Israel to bomb them. They know Israel will, will take any precaution that they can not to bomb them kind of places. Yeah. And so that's why they do it. But in the Second World War, what did we do in the First World War? What Korean War? We bombed to try and kill the enemy. That's what you do in war. I mean, I'm... I'm against war myself, and I would never, I could never do that as a believer. But that's what, what that's what happens. Okay. And and Russia's doing the same thing. I agree. And, here, and look at the government of Russia, what they do to their citizens. I mean, it's a communist country. Israel, at least, is a, a, a not not as a whole, uh, what you call a God-fearing country. But they are based on the Bible. That's okay. what their name is. It, right. it comes out of the Bible. Listen, we have, we have another caller we have to take, Joseph. I'm sorry, but we, we have another caller. David, you're on the mark. Good morning, sir. You're next before a break from Bloomsburg. Good morning. Happy 2024 year. And to you as well. The reason my call is the, the craziness continues in 2024, and the mismanagement of the government, both at the state and the federal level. Um, start off with the state. The House Speaker of Pennsylvania will not call the legislature back in session until March, after the next special election. Yeah, but there's, right a, leak, the there's House, a leak in the roof. I mean, heavens forbid that they could go in there and get to wet. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got some tarps I can go in and borrow. All right. Um, uh, I'm sorry. I didn't I mean to interrupt you. your chain of thought. <laughs> you said they were not but coming back they, until March. 
Right, after the special election, because right now the House is tied 100-100. Heaven forbid one lone Democrat has a sense of responsibility and votes with the Republicans. And the key thing that's going on right now, there are at least four child protective bills in the legislature, in committee, that haven't been voted out since they were introduced last year, around July. They're languishing there. Things to protect the children of the Commonwealth. You know, it seems like the Democrats are, are hiding something. The Secretary of State, three and a half years ago, didn't get the ballot initiative out to get it on the primary ballot. Last year, the Speaker of the House didn't call the legislature back in session until a week too late to get the child protective bill on to the primary ballot last year. And now this year, where there's four bills to, for child protective services to have access and to protect our children, they're being withheld uh, from voted out of committee. What is wrong with these Democrats? What are they hiding? You're talking about the Epstein list. What about the Pennsylvania list? What are these people hiding? And who are they hiding and protecting with this lack of voting these bills out of committee? Just bring them out of committee and let's have a vote on them. But no, we won't. We'll languish on them and won't get them out. Typical liberal uh, politics. Well, if we don't like a bill or it might hurt somebody, we just won't like get it out of there. But the Republicans are equally guilty of that. And I use as a classic example the radar bill. I mean, it, the Republicans don't. Last time it passed, sailed right through the Senate. It passed, uh, I think, 99 to 1. One senator voted against it. But the House wouldn't bring it out for a vote. And, you know, they let it die in yeah. committee. I mean, you're right, but it's both parties do this, and, and that's what's sad. I agree with you. They think should get an up or down vote. Let let the chips fall where they may. You know, and at the federal level, Joe Biden coming back from vacation this year, today, or if he's not already back, you know, the world's on fire, you know, both uh, with wars and environmental crises. Look what's going on in Japan. You know, there were more... Uh, fires are over the weekend and stuff like that from the earthquake and tsunamis. You know, we had the rogue waves hitting California and they started saying, oh, it's environmental. Well, there was seismic activity at the base of the Pacific at 25,000 feet. You know, that's what caused the rogue waves. And then the next day you had the stuff going on in, in Japan. It's not climate change. It's Mother Nature getting very upset. I agree and with you. you look at January 1st came and gone. Senior citizens only got a 3.1% increase in their Social Security. That should have been closer to 7 because this administration keeps taking food and energy out of the CPI calculations. Look at, look at the prices out there. Food is up 27% since two years ago. Gasoline and diesel are still twice as much as they were when Joe Biden took office. You know, yep. we have criminals. You know, they, they're passing laws, you know but they won't prosecute the criminals. There's a law in Pennsylvania and in the federal statute that says felon plus firearm equals five years. Just enforce that law. You know, don't pass laws uh, that will affect law-abiding citizens or make it easier to restrict their firearms ownership. You know, and when it comes to Russia and Ukraine, David, I got to give you the—I've got to give you the last word because I have a break. I have to take. I've been very bad. I've been letting people talk, and I haven't taken a break, <laughs> and I've got to do it. So we'll give you the last word. And everybody needs to remember that Joe Biden's administration bought Russian coal, Russian oil, and Russian uranium when he took office, basically pre-funding the Russians' invasion of the Ukraine. Okay. That's what Joe Biden's all about. The all money. right. Thank you very much, David. Call again. Really appreciate your call. We do have to take a break. I've got two to go yet, and we have a caller on the line. We'll try to get everything in.
There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Hi, this is Dave Moyer for the Benjamin T. Moyer Furniture Store in Sunbury. I hope the Christmas and New Year season has brought you joy to remember. As we start 2024, we have an incredible sale to tell you about. Our second annual inventory reduction sale. We have lots of extra furniture from 2023 that needs to find a new home. And what better home than your home? Here are just some of the savings you will find during this sale. We've discounted all Burmex Solidwood dining sets. We've discounted lots of one-of-a-kind chairs. All Best Home Furnishings wood glider rockers and ottomans are discounted to sell quickly. Save thousands on solid wood bedroom display samples at a fraction of our original prices. Even select Schiffman two-sided mattress sets are included. These savings will help you sleep even better. So please visit our store and look for the red tags showing the reduced prices. Now is the time to fight those winter blues with the purchase of quality home furnishings during our second annual inventory reduction sale. Please accept my invitation to visit the Benjamin T. Moyer Furniture Store in Sunbury. Sale ends January 31st. Lisa Barrick, what in tarnation is going on here? Oh, they're all buyers clamoring for homes, and there are just not enough to go around. Well, let's go get some listings. Hello, Mr. and Mrs. Seller. I'm here with Lisa Barrick, and this mob of people want to buy your house, so we're coming in. Oh, my stars, I am so sorry. Chad, that is not the way it's done. It's fine. Everything's fine. If you're in the market to sell, contact me, Lisa Barrick, to schedule a calm and professional valuation of your home at cobaltbankerpen1.com. Welcome back to On the Mark. Harry, you've been very patient. You are on the air, sir. Good morning. Hey, good morning, Joe. Uh couple of things. One is I, I want to uh, um, say that I feel very bad for the for the house having to put up with a, a leak in the roof. Uh, as a state employee, a manager of a liquor store in Williamsport, I can tell you that the inconvenience of having a new roof put on in March and six different times having to have the contractor come back to replace or repair parts of that leaky roof uh, has not been enough to make us have to close. So I assume this is just another example of the new golden rule. Them that has the gold makes the rule. Um, but uh, I feel bad for those poor poor legislators making their $120,000 who can't come in to an area where they might have to move a foot to the right or left. Um, the other thing is I, I feel bad for EB. I'm, I'm glad of two things with EB. One, that I don't know her, at least not to the best of my knowledge, and, I, and I'm glad that she is still able to function with the weight of being perfect, weighing her shoulders down so much, I'm surprised she can walk. Uh, <laughs> I, I am more than a little bit annoyed. I am not necessarily a Trump supporter, but I was a Trump voter, and I voted for Trump because he was better than, in my opinion, either of the other choices. 
That does not make me scum. It does not make me evil. It does not make me a white supremacist. Uh, and I'm more than a little bit offended by some, uh, some snowflake who uh, doesn't like somebody else having another opinion and her always constantly attacking somebody. Uh, I guess I'm stooping to that level, and I'll live with that. Um, the other thing is when you talk, when, uh, when these people are talking about the Israelis and the Palestinians, you have to distinguish uh, a little bit differently than you do with other things. If you had us, for example, and you came and you just bombed New York City for the sake of bombing it, that's a little different than bombing uh, Gaza because the Palestinians are the same as Hamas. And that's unfortunate because Hamas has made it so. They have made them the weapons depot. They have made them the armory. They have made them uh, everything that you are trying to stop. And that's unfortunate for the Palestinian people. But you cannot, sadly, distinguish a difference between the two. So I am not as upset with the Israelis for anything they do there, to be honest. Um, okay. I don't know. And the, and the other thing, too, is, you know, we talk about, oh, Trump is, does this, Trump does that. Trump is always to blame for everything. But I, as I recall, I do not believe he's the one who came up with the term deplorables. No, um, I, you're right. He I wasn't. do not believe that he's the one who said the biggest threat in America is white supremacy when spoken by a guy who has opened up the borders and just said, hey, you got anybody who's a criminal thug or ne'er-do-well? Let him in. Let him in. By the way, you have to have a vaccine or, or a physical to get in, but not you if you come to our southern border. Come on in. But he's going to talk about somebody who doesn't vote for him being a white supremacist being the biggest problem in the world. Uh, you know, I was looking forward to 2024, but, man, I got all fired up this morning. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, things There's will do that to you. There's a lot of stupidity out in the world, you know, and, and, and I think we are fast getting to the point, and this is a a fatalistic view of things anymore, I will grant you. But if you really want to function well in this country anymore, if you expect everybody you meet to be a blithering idiot, you can only be pleasantly surprised. You cannot be disappointed. And that's where we've gotten anymore. I agree. All right. I couldn't uh, couldn't find a th thing to disagree with you about there, Harry. <laughs> <laughs> well, Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, too, sir. Thanks so much for calling. Take care. All right, we have a caller on the line. We'll take our final break of the day. It's not a long one, and then we will be back with more of On the Mark. Want to work for a stable yet growing company? Got it. Want to work for a family-owned business with over 100 years' experience in taking care of customers and employees? Got it. Want to work for a leader in selling more cars and satisfying more customers? Got it. Who has all that? SMC Sunbury Motor Company is looking for technicians across all their departments. Whether you're an entry-level technician, an experienced technician, or someone looking for a career change, Sunbury Motors would love to hear from you. They're looking for technicians for their quick lane, car and light truck service, heavy truck service, body shop, and frame and alignment division. You can apply online at sunburymotors.com, in person at our North 4th Street location, or call Todd at 570-286-7746. Your new career of working on Fords, Kias, Hyundais, Western Star Trucks, plus anything that fits in the door and some things that don't. Join Sunbury Motors. Your new career is waiting for you. 
Nurses, accountants, waiters, and welders. Anyone can be injured on the job, unable to function properly. It affects your work and everyday life. Coach soccer, carry groceries, carry your child. No one has helped more people heal from work injury and rebuild their lives than the Workplace Injury Institute at Shemokin Dam Health Center. Call 743-4333. Shemokin Dam Health Center. Designed with you in mind. Welcome back to On The Mark. I'm Joe McGranahan. Program brought to you by the Sunbury Motor Company. Selling more cars, satisfying more customers since 1915. One of our emailers says, Every time I hear Eric tout his gun ownership, I remember the fact that he thought there was a three-day wait in Pennsylvania. Please stop. Stan, you're on the mark. Good morning from Danville. Oh, happy New Year, Joe. And I to you. Earlier, but I had to talk to the retiring sheriff of Montour County. So, you know, there is that. Uh you're saying he's better than better to talk to than me, right? Well, <laughs> I'm only know, kidding. He was, here. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> he was here. Okay. Well, that's that's the difference. I'm not. <laughs> so, as far as Eric concerned, guns are safe right now. Guns are safe. It's not the gun. It's the individual that takes them and uses them for criminal activity. Period. All right. That's it's plain and simple. But he, Eric always seems to want to blame the law-abiding gun owner for things. But that's all I'm going to say about that, because he's wrong. And, yes, guns that aren't being used should be locked up. So they're safe away from, you know, from prying hands of children. But a gun locked away is useless in a defensive uh, purpose. I, I agree. So, all right. So, but that, that's all I'm going to say. I'm sorry I missed E.B. Screed. You know, I just start my New Year off wrong, not hearing her screed about how bad Republicans are. I'm just sorry I missed it because I was busy. So, oh well. Maybe <laughs> you want me to read it? I'll want me to read it again? <laughs> no, that's okay. okay. I, I can't. My, my ears might bleed or something. All right. So, but but what I was looking, I was looking online this morning. I went to some sources. I just to see what the number of immigrants in uh, December were illegals crossing our border. Now CNN says it's around 225,000, but yeah. In uh, one week, the Guardian says 50,000 crossed. Then they were on the path, uh, track to be about 300,000 crossing our border illegally into the United States. Majority of them military-age males from God knows who, where, you know, China, large numbers from China, large numbers from Middle East, large numbers from the South America. You know, and I got to looking. You know, a U.S. Army division, you know, the people that we send to war, the division is only ten to 15,000 people. Right. All right? And a field army, a field army is over 50,000 people. So we have multiple divisions every month of single military-age males crossing this border. What is the purpose of that? That's a good it question, ain't for Stan. economic thing. It's to cause us problems. Stan, Stan we're out of time. Day. Yeah, call tomorrow and, and call earlier, and we'll give you more time. Hey, thanks for listening. An exciting first day back in the new year. We'll be back again tomorrow to do it all over again. On the mark on WKOK Sunbury.